and the other presenters provided great perspective on what is meant by Notre Dame's motto, a force for good. This is more than just a slogan. This is the institution's North Star. For everyone from staff to faculty to students to alumni, being a force for good in the world is really a sincere mindset for all of them. You are listening to the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast, the show for men and women over 40 who want to thrive in midlife. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. I surveyed hundreds of men and women over the age of 40, and I discovered that 78% of them reported not to be fulfilled. That's when I realized that I wasn't alone. So I launched this podcast where I feature midlifers with an inspirational fulfillment story to share with you, as well as experts sharing information on a relevant topic that helps you thrive in your current midlife season. So stop beating yourself up. You deserve to thrive in midlife, and I want to help you with that. So listen up to this episode, and if you haven't subscribed to the Midlife Fulfill podcast, be sure to press the follow or subscribe button on your podcast player so that you don't miss future episodes. And subscribe to my weekly newsletter to get each episode delivered to your inbox, along with bonus content to help you thrive in midlife. And now, I invite you to prepare to be inspired, educated, challenged, or maybe all three. Enjoy this episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. Hello, my midlife friend. This is Bernie Borges, your host of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast, and this is episode 130, and I'm doing something a little bit different on this episode. Normally, I feature a guest this week, I want to share with you sort of a recap from a recent visit that I made to the University of Notre Dame to spend time with my friends at the Inspired Leadership Initiative. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you've heard previous episodes where I have featured an alumni from the Inspired Leadership Initiative at the University of Notre Dame. So my friends at the ILI program had arranged with me to feature five of their alumni. And as of this recording, I have featured four. The fifth one has been recorded. In fact, I recorded that episode on site at the University of Notre Dame in what they call the ND Studio. And that's going to be both a video and an audio podcast. So that's actually going to be the next episode. And actually, I, I just lied unintentionally. My next episode is is my takeaway episode, my solo takeaway episode from this story I'm sharing with you today. That'll be episode 131. Episode 132, that will be my fifth interview with an ILI alum. So let me recap my experience. I had the privilege of both speaking at and attending the Inspired Leadership Initiative annual speaker series was held at the University of Notre Dame, which is located in South Bend, Indiana. It was my first time visiting the Notre Dame campus, and it was fabulous. Now, if you're not familiar with the Inspired Leadership Initiative, and they go by ILI for short, it is a premier encore education program, and it's for people who have already completed a core career, and they're still looking to discover, discern, and design who they want to be in the next phase of of their lives. My experience at this event was really just 
it was amazing. It exceeded my expectations. And I have to say that the most compelling way that I can describe the event is just this strong sense of community that I experienced among all the current cohorts of the ILI program, current cohorts, and there's about 15 of them that are currently going through the program, as well as the community from the approximately 40 alumni from the previous four cohorts. So the current ILI program at the time of this recording in November 2023 is the fifth cohort, the fifth uh, occurrence of the ILI program. Now, I had the pleasure of meeting several of the ILI alum that I had already featured on the Midlife Fulfill podcast. And as I mentioned, I recorded episode five of five of our immersive storytelling series that features five alumni from the ILI program. And I recorded that, as I mentioned, uh, in the ND studio. So stay tuned for that on episode 132. You know, it, to me, it's, it's an understatement to say that I'm impressed and inspired by the tight community within each cohort of the ILI program. I mean, these people have already completed a core career and then they invest a full academic calendar year, which is nine months in the ILI program. And it's held on campus at the University of Notre Dame. This is not an online program. This is an on-campus program. Most of the alum that I spoke with shared how they're still in close contact with their fellow alums that were in their cohort. In fact, several of them mentioned that they have regular Zoom calls throughout the year and even periodically arranged to meet up with each other in person. That's how tight they are. Another aspect of the ILI community that really impressed me is how the spouses of the fellows, and not all the fellows have spouses, by the way, fellows is, is what each participant is referred to. They're called a fellow. But the spouses of the fellows, those that have spouses, actually become active in the cohort community and they really become one big family of ILI fellows, including spouses. The most impressive thing about each alum's testimony is the life transformation that they experienced in the ILI program. Many of them entered the ILI program with the goal of figuring out their next career chapter, and they end up discovering so much more than that. To a person, they speak of transformation in mind, body, and spirit. And the result for most of them is deciding on the next chapter in life, not just their career chapter. That is so powerful. And it aligns with the mission of Notre Dame, which is to empower people to be a force for good. More on that. Now, on the first day of the event, I was the featured speaker. Now, it was interview style. I was interviewed by Tom Schreier, who's the founding director of ILI. And as I mentioned, I have featured five alumni on my Midlife Fulfill podcast. So, if you haven't heard them, I want to encourage you to check them out. They are episodes 102, 108, 112, 120, and upcoming, as I record this anyway, it's upcoming, episode 132. Additionally, I featured Tom Schreier on episode 64, and that was the original introduction and overview of the Inspired Leadership Initiative at Notre Dame. 
Now, the interview that Tom conducted with me was held in an auditorium, and it was attended by both current and former alumni, as well as people that I refer to as future fellows. These are people who are considering applying for the the next ILI program, and they were in attendance. Now, Tom had a handful of prepared questions for me, and since he's familiar with my perspective on midlife, his first question to me was to explain my definition of midlife. And I explained that midlife is, first of all, not the midpoint of your life because none of us know when we're going to die. So we can't possibly know what our midpoint is. Then I explained the three phases of midlife, early, mid, and late, generally characterized as 30s and 40s for early midlife, 50s and 60s for mid-midlife, and 70 and beyond for late midlife until we reach an end-of-life season. Now, if you're hearing about these three stages of midlife for the first time, I understand that it may seem a little counterintuitive, but I have spoken about this many times on the podcast and I've also written about it on my blog. It's linked up in the show notes. And incidentally, the show notes are brief because I'm linking to a blog post about this entire visit. Now, after about 20 minutes of an interview-style conversation with Tom Schreier, we opened it up for Q&A for about another 15 minutes. And I have to say, the questions that I received were very engaging and very thoughtful. And the best thing is that I had the chance to continue the conversations after the interview at the evening event which was held at the renowned Notre Dame football stadium, and it was held at the 7-on-9 in Corbett Family Hall, which is kind of a restaurant at the top of the stadium. After we got this memorable tour of the Notre Dame football stadium, where I took a fun picture where I was acting out the Heisman Trophy pose on the 50-yard line. That is a lifelong memory, and I invite you to check out that picture. Again, it's on the blog post, and that's linked up in the show notes. Now, this event had other inspiring presenters from Notre Dame University, and look, I had the privilege of attending the entire event, and the other presenters provided great perspective on what is meant by Notre Dame's motto, a force for good. This is more than just a slogan. This is the institution's North Star. For everyone from staff to faculty to students to alumni, being a force for good in the world is really a sincere mindset for all of them. One such presentation that I'll share with you was from Heather Reynolds, the Managing Director of LEO, which is an acronym for Lab for Economic Opportunities which is housed within Notre Dame, and it's comprised of research staff faculty. Now, LEO matches top researchers with passionate leaders in the social service sector to conduct impact evaluations, and then they identify innovative and effective and scalable programs as well as policies that help people move permanently out of poverty. The one thing that's really impressed me about their program is they don't just address the problem of poverty. They're looking to address and resolve the root cause of poverty. Now, Heather 
and Jonathan Thebes, Assistant Research Professor of Economics, shared an overview of the organization's programs where they use evidence-based research to secure funding for programs that are dedicated to reducing poverty in the U.S. So it is a U.S.-based initiative. The positive results that they shared were not just impressive, but very moving. Now, another presentation was by Peter Holland, professor of Shakespeare Studies, and he was accompanied by Scott Jackson, executive director of Shakespeare at Notre Dame. And they delivered a pretty surprising presentation. I was expecting them to inform us of their on-campus educational programs teaching Notre Dame students, undergrads, about the literary virtues of Shakespeare. That's kind of what I was expecting when I saw them on the agenda. And they acknowledged that they spend a lot of their time teaching undergrads about Shakespeare. But they dedicated their presentation to sharing two examples of community outreach. One of those programs reaches local economically disadvantaged young people who would otherwise not be exposed to Shakespeare studies. They invite these young people to perform Shakespeare plays under their leadership and guidance, and the Shakespearean characters that are portrayed by these young people empower them to express themselves through the inspiration of Shakespeare's drama. And in the process, they experience life-changing self-discovery. And as a result, they develop confidence and motivation to live life with a purpose. This experience is life-changing for these young people. So that was one example they shared. Another impressive outreach program that they shared is for a local men's prison. They invite prison inmates to perform in Shakespeare plays under their leadership and guidance. Now, this program has grown from an early stage program with its share of doubters to a waiting list of inmates applying to perform in Shakespeare plays. These men experience life change through self-discovery and develop a sense of purpose when they learn that they are more than their worst moment which resulted in their incarceration. Let me tell you, their presentation blew me away. The last session was a panel of three recent Notre Dame graduates from the class of 2015, 2021, and 2022. Now, this panel session was moderated by Emily Turner, who's Associate Director of Alumni Relations at the ILI, and Emily masterfully guided the conversation through a discussion that gave a room full of ILI fellows and alums, all of whom are over age 50, an impressive respect and optimism for our future when we witnessed the intellect and the wisdom and the heart for being a force for good from these three young people. Each of them is working in the early stage of their young careers, channeling their talent and their passion in ways that have an impact on the world. I'll briefly tell you about each one. Waleed Johnson, he's Notre Dame class of 2015. He's a software developer in Detroit. He's also an artist. 
He channels his passion for art by painting large-scale murals. His murals are found in cities across Michigan as well as in Chicago and in Charleston, West Virginia. His purpose is to beautify cities through his art. Renee Yassine, she graduated Notre Dame in 2022. She's a writer and entrepreneur from Indiana. She currently writes for the Washington Post in a weekly series dedicated to the experience of recent graduates and early career professionals. She shared several stories of people who influenced her thinking and in particular, Notre Dame professors. She is following her passion for writing after she acknowledged that her degree in economics was not her true passion. Writing is her true passion. And she has learned at a young age the importance of self-discovery and taking action on it. And the third panelist is Connell Fagan. He graduated Notre Dame in 2021. He's an emerging leader in the disability sector. He completed his MS disability degree at the University College in Dublin, Ireland, and he's currently the funding executive at Arthritis Ireland. Connell shared his journey to working in the disability sector through his personal experiences. And just like Renee and Walid, Connell recognized his purpose early in his career, and he listened to the calling by pursuing his education and career in the disability sector. The most impressive thing about this panel of young talent is how mature they are and how they each have a passion for using their talent as a force for good. So when I look back on my experience and just add it all up, the Inspired Leadership Initiative's annual event was a celebration of the program's young existence, just five years, as well as the opportunity for ILI alumni to enjoy each other's company, also to continue to learn and to grow together, as well as to inspire future fellows in attendance who are considering investing in this sort of life transformation that is imminent for each ILI fellow. So that sums up my visit to Notre Dame and my experience at this ILI annual event. I hope you'll tune in for my solo takeaway episode where I'm gonna dive a little bit deeper on my takeaways and some things that I think you should consider as a result of this experience that I shared with you. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back to my regularly scheduled program here with episode 132. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. I hope you were inspired, informed, challenged, or all three. I'm on a mission to reach men and women over 40 who want to thrive. And if you're wondering how you can help me reach more midlifers, it's easy. First, be sure to press the subscribe button on your favorite podcast player so that you don't miss future episodes. Secondly, share the Midlife Fulfilled podcast with someone you know. Thirdly, and this is my biggest ask, rate or review this podcast either in Apple Podcasts or your podcast player of choice. Hey, this is my favorite part of each episode because this is where I remind you that if you're 80% fulfilled, you're doing great. And if you want me to prove this to you, listen to episode 100. I'm your host, Bernie Borges, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast.